Welcome. This is Victoria Schnepps, publisher and editor of Schnepps Media. We're proud owners of AM New York and 70 other media outlets throughout New York City, Long Island, and Westchester. And today I am thrilled to be bringing a very powerful woman, Alicia Heinemann. And Alicia is our state assemblywoman in some of my favorite neighborhoods in Queens, Rosedale, Laurelton, Springfield Gardens, St. Albans, Adslay Park, where there's a home of Lena Horn, Hollis, and Jamaica. So I welcome you, and I'm so happy to have you join me here today. Thank you, Vicki. So t- let's go back in your history and think a little bit and talk a little bit about who influenced you in your life to be who you are today? Well, you really made me think this morning. And two people, directly my mother, who's a strong, independent Jamaican woman who's been married to a strong Guyanese man for 49 years. And in my household growing up, my, there were never any gender roles. My dad put up sheetrock. My mom put up sheetrock. My dad did electricity. My mom did electrical work. Um, my father washed dishes. My mother um, helped to sweep up outside the leaves and et cetera. So I think my mom showed me that anything men can do, you can do it too. And she never let my brother get away with anything, any like gender issues, or myself. It was never... Um, only men can do that or only women can do that. And I, I appreciate that to this day, that even as a single mom, it's really helped me um, move myself and my family forward. And my mom was very strong, a very strong, and still is a strong influence in my life. Um, the other person, which is indirectly, growing up in England, I remember Margaret Thatcher, her rise to power to become were prime you, minister. Were you born in England? I was born in England. Oh, what um, part? In London. Okay. East London. And when did um, you come over? 1982. But I mean, how old were you? When ten. You, came, you were 10, because they say if you come over before you're 12, you don't have an accent. Right. You pick up with Well, I, I, we moved to Hollis, Queens. It was like the height of beginning of hip-hop. So I tried very hard to fit in at PS34 um, in the sixth grade. Did you know um, any of the hip-hop artists that were uh, Well, I knew emerging? I knew Run DMC lived close by. I wasn't sure exactly, like, which houses they lived in, but because um, they're from Hollis, Queens. So I knew they were close, but I, I could never figure out what house. And plus, my parents kept a close eye on us. So if we weren't on the block, we were in the house. Ah, very yes. strict with us. Protective environment. Yes, yes, yes. But tell me about your Margaret Thatcher. She was so funny. I remember in in, in primary school in England, we would impersonate her voice. But um, now that I look back, she was a strong woman in a world full of men, and uh, and she was... um, uh, head of the of Great Britain and would have meetings with um, the German Chancellor and the President of the United States. And as kids watching that, I think for girls especially, they called her the Iron Lady, and she was that. And she she never showed weakness or um, uh, wasn't relentant. She was a strong strong leader, strong woman. I think now that I look back. She probably had a real influence in my life. And and moving forward, even into this field that I'm in now, I think I look back at those influences that when you're young, you don't realize it. But as you get older, you realize there's certain people that mold you to become the person that you are. And I know today 
you are running for borough president of Queens, I but am. you are the assemblywoman in this wonderful district. So tell us, what is it to be an assemblywoman? What is that role all about? So to be in an assembly to be an assemblywoman means that I get to represent the 29th Assembly District in Albany and bring the concerns of my constituents, whether they be education, housing, transportation. Um, uh, public safety issues and bring that into the into Albany, where all the legislation for the entire state of New York is made. And I think we I bring a strong voice to that table of someone who's worked in education um, for my most of my adult life and making sure that whatever policies or procedures and laws are passed in Albany really reflects the the, the needs and the the um, the purview of residents of Queens, particularly the 29th Assembly District. Because I know that uh, it's not easy having followed some of the Assembly people into their uh, pursuit of legislation for their district to get a bill passed. No, it's not. Have you been able to get anything passed I, yet? I have. I have been able to get quite a few bills passed. Um, and, and then the trick is to get the governor to sign them, right? And to get Yes. So I, and, and it's really, I didn't realize the magnitude until it was signed and I, I got the um, what's called a pensative and you get to hang it up in your on your walls. And to me, for, for a little girl from England coming here, it was really momentous to see the first one signed. And Tell I us about the first it. one. What the was it about? The first bill we got signed was with Senator Carmen, because obviously you have to have a, senator, a Senate sponsor. And this bill, which well, I remember, is that we, get, we got to raise the amount of money that MWBEs, Minority Women Business Enterprises, are able to... Um, Bid for in the city of New York. Oh, that's it big. It went from thirty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand, one hundred fifty thousand dollars uh, for each contract with the city of New York, and that's a big deal. Yes, because MWBEs that can make or break a business. Thirty, it was thirty thousand dollars before, and you know the mayor of New York City do, had done a lot around MWBEs, and I was really happy to carry that bill. Um, I think it's a very powerful, important one. I got myself certified, and it's not even easy to get jobs once you are certified. Right, right, It's a right. big web of uh, filling out. So I'm going to advocate right now that the next thing you should be working on is reducing the numbers of papers you must fill out to get certified. I mean, I must have had 10 people in my office working with me to get that done. Right. It, it, it is cumbersome. And, and, I, and this is what I try to remember. When I work for the state education department, as an investigator, it is the you don't always want to do the paper, but it's making sure that the oversight is there to make sure everything is done correctly. I know it can be cumbersome, but sometimes it's necessary. I'm hoping that they'll reduce the amount of paperwork, but they want to make sure that there's no room for error or fraud, which is why it's so I understand, but I think just take a look. <laughs> there might be a page or two or three that maybe can be streamlined, because I do think it discourages some women from being able Especially to apply. Especially if they don't have the resources. Um, but there are agencies out there that do help. Your college in Southeast Queens has a great department the Small Business Well, that's very important to know because somebody approached me about helping me, one of these organizations, and they wanted $1,000. It's free of charge, and Thank I've heard you. that a lot. I've heard that. I just have to make a correction. It wasn't Senator Carmen. It was Senator Marisol Alcantara. Um, who was a co-sponsor of the um, the MWB? Well, you bill. thought of Leroy Comrie because he's your neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> right? he's my neighbor, a good friend. Yes, um, we we have done some legislation together. But I do understand exactly what you're saying about the paperwork, and it is cumbersome for especially small businesses. But I'm glad but you said free. this too. That's Your it's, college does no it for anyone free. who tries to charge you. 
know yeah. that that's not legitimate. Right. QEDC also will help you become um, MWBE certified. That's that Queen's Economic Development Office that mm-hmm. Bornstein runs that yes. at Borough Hall. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's good to, uh, information to have because we all need a little help. Yes. And I finally did get certified by an agency helping me okay. fill out the paperwork. Very so good. I know myself personally how difficult it was to do it alone. So no woman should think she's alone to exactly, fill it out. You just exactly. have to find the resource. Yes. And uh, tell me, you know, was there other pet, le- pet legislation that you were looking to get through? So it, I do have uh, quite a few bills that have been able. One of the fir- one of the very first bills also was what we call a fish bill. Um, they give it to a lot of new members from the Environmental Committee. Um, they try to give new members bills, and that was one of the also first bills that we were able to pass because we have to make sure that um, environmentally that certain populations of fish are protected. You'd be surprised how you can change the environment by, if you eliminate species. So that was one b- another bill we were able to pass. Um, so I know me. you're an education person because right. that's your background, working in education. So tell us, you know, if, in terms of the borough president's race, a little bit about what your focus will be. Well, my focus is to make sure that every school in the borough of Queens has a good good quality education to offer our students. No matter where you come from, especially that we're the most diverse borough, every school should be able, every parent should feel safe that their child is in the building. Every parent should feel confident that their children are learning and developing within the building. Every parent should feel comfortable that their teachers are certified and competent so give to give me an the example. education levels that they need. Give me an example. I've, I've being a former teacher myself, of what you think a particular school needs to be at that level if they're not there. Is there something key to a successful school? Yes, every school needs a great leader, and that is your principal. And every school, every successful school that you find has a great parent advocate body. No matter what build, no matter what community it is, you'll find that in every successful school. And that means that the At the head of the table, that principal believes that all her children can achieve and that she has a good good, uh, um, leadership with her her teachers Mm -hmm. and her assistant principal and a good parent advocacy. No successful school will tell you that it's easy work. It is a labor of love. But if you put children first you will succeed. I've seen schools where the leadership is not good and then the parents get frustrated and they feel they'll go to the chancellor and they'll complain. But if the parents don't feel included, that's another problem because if you have a PTA and no one shows up or no one feels encouraged and it's not a welcoming environment when the children or the child or the children or the parent walk in the school, that tells you that school is not succeeding. That tells you that school needs help. And I think under this chancellor, he's trying to do that. We're talking about teaching and learning. I don't know if he's there yet, but in Queens, I really it, it breaks my heart when parents say they want to cho- put their children in other boroughs. Queens needs its fair share of funding for all of our public schools, and that's what we're not getting. And I think in every successful school, if you see a good principal and a good parent advocacy group, you will have success. Well, I think, and we both agree, that a key to your successful life is a good education. Yes. But what would you say in our final moments together would be your secrets to success you could pass on to other women based on your success and how you've navigated your life? Don't doubt yourself. 
as women, I and I've heard this conversation because I did it myself. We always feel that we're not as qualified or not as competent. And I met two young women two weeks ago who said they would think about running for office, and they work for I'm not they work for people in this business, let's say. And I asked them, "Do you think you could do a job as good as your supervisor or better?" And they both said yes. I said, "Then you can be that person. Stop doubting yourself." And it's not easy. You need that in your life. But stop doubting yourself and know that you can do the work. As women, we second-guess ourselves a lot. But when I tell you, when we put ourselves out there and stepping out on faith, especially for me, told me that um, you have to put your best foot forward. It's okay to fail, but don't down yourself and don't and get back up. And I think that is one of the things as women we have to remember to tell ourselves we can do it and that we need to make sure that we put our best foot forward every time. Um, I look at my mom, who's a nurse and left Jamaica and came to this, came to England and then this country and did very well. And that tells me that sometimes you have to, if you don't believe in yourself, you can't ask anyone else to do it. And never be afraid of the work. The work, the work, you'll get better at it as time goes on. You just have to give yourself the opportunity to try. Well, I love that. I love those thoughts. And I think there's nothing that replaces hard work. Mm -hmm. And hard work makes you successful. Some people sometimes forget that. So thank you for reminding us. (laughs) This is Victoria Schneps. I've been delighted to be talking with Alicia Heinemann, who is Assemblywoman in Queens County and now running for Borough President of Queens. So uh, Victoria Schneps signing off as a power woman to a power woman. And uh, delighted to have had this opportunity to talk with you. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Vicki. You're welcome.